Hello and welcome to um, Birth Your Vision podcast series and I'm your host Hannah Kukuli. Today I have a very wonderful guest with me, Nelza Katoja. She is an author and she's also a coach as well. So today Nelza is going to be sharing with us, you know, her journey into writing this wonderful book in which she'll be launching on Saturday and I look so much forward to actually being the host um, to host this wonderful event. She's been working really hard behind the scenes and it's really amazing to just come on board and just help her to um, tell us more about the book. Okay, so the book is called Soul of a Woman, A Journey to Self-Love. It's my own journey of dealing with my own demons of body perfection, anxiety, depression, body dysmorphia and emotional eating and binge eating disorder. And it started from when I started a career as a fitness professional and right. it just went downhill from there. Mm. And the book is basically about my own struggles. Um, I struggled for four and a half years. Um, I decided not to go through the medical route. Mm. Um, I had my own issues with going medically or holistically. I researched, i done my research and when I finally realized that no pill was gonna fix me, mm. I decided to start my own healing journey and I can say that it took me 21 days wow. to actually begin to change my way of thinking. And then after that, everything that I spoke, that I wanted, that I desired, came about just effortlessly. Fantastic. You know, you're such an inspiration to so many women. Thank you. And, you know, I've been following you now for a while because mm-hmm. obviously you work really hard behind the scenes. And, you know, you're an advocate for self-love, mm. transforming women and building up confidence. And mm. I really love that about you. Um, what really inspired you to actually start writing this book? Um, I didn't even start it as a book. Mm. I, When I started to get better, it wasn't, as I said, it wasn't a pill. It was self-expression. Right. I've always been an expressive person Personally. in terms of talking my truth, yep. doing things that I like, having no rules. Mm. And when I became this fitness professional that I wanted to compete in a figure modeling competition, I was following rules, rules of a diet, rules of training, rules of what the perfect body should be like. So you broke out of following rules, you wanted to be I broke out of being myself, of being myself to express and Mm. go to the gym because I wanted to have fun in the gym. It was very, very restricted and I don't like restriction. So I placed those restrictions on myself. So when I started to get better and right. go through my healing journey, yeah. I started to write down, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd have this urge to tell someone how much I loved them or how much I cared for them right. or thanking them. It was like almost like messages from God in the morning to say, say something. Yeah. And as I kept on writing, then I also started to journal. And I always journal through my darkest days. That's and I still have my journals from the bad times right but then when the times started to get better and i was writing it started to rhyme right. and it started to become poetry mm. and i started to share it on social media and loads of people kept going back saying you need to stop sharing your poems so much you need to write I know, a book I, <laughs> you were one of them yes i definitely see your poems yeah. and they are so amazing um i could tell that they come from the hearts mm. you know what inspires you to write poem and you've i mean you've written quite a lot of poems and you know yeah i look forward to really hearing it on saturday at your book launch i literally wrote a whole book that one of my beautiful clients gave to me 
and the book had loads of inspiring messages saying you are amazing you know loads of quotes from Nelson Mandela Oprah loads of positive affirmations and I started to write my poems on there and the more I wrote the more I felt good so what inspired me to write was and I was thinking of myself this question yesterday when I'm feeling really loved when I'm feeling really stressed when I'm feeling really sad it's almost like it's my counsellor I could have a a really big argument so would you say it's a therapeutic very much so um, it switches my way of thinking exercise that you do like I'll give you one prime example uh, probably three weeks ago because we still go through our challenges absolutely it, yes it's every a day. roller coaster yeah and i remember i was feeling the pressure of everything feeling the pressure of making money feeling the pressure mm. of problems with my relationship feeling the pressure of helping everybody else because yes. i'm a giver everything that we yeah. all feel the pressure and of. and i feel like i was giving giving, giving, giving so much and no and one is actually giving to you no one is pouring anything no on one's you pouring yeah. it to me mm. and in those particular moments i remember saying fine don't help me to whoever this person was i'm not going to mention names but i walked out and i went to the park and it was dark and i was crying for a long time and i picked up my phone where i write my poems and i started to read my poems and as i carried on reading them it took me to a dark moment but then it took me to a moment where i was like oh no hold on now remember you changed this right it the faith came back just by reading my poems so now it's like my book is my therapy my poems are my therapy Brilliant. I can switch and what it helps me to do is to heal myself to allow my emotions to be whether that is crying sometimes when I pick up my poems I cry mm. it, it's allowing my emotions to be and whatever it is that I'm holding against that person mm. it goes it goes and, I'm, and then I'm able to better able to understand that person and deal with that person differently in a sense where mm. if I can't be around that person and I can't be a calmness to them it reminds me to go back I go back and whatever it is that this person may feel that I'm lacking or I'm not giving I give to myself fantastic I love that I give to myself I mean how long did it take you to write this book because you have a lot of authors out there who are starting to put pen to paper and want to write their story and you know you know share the legacy but you know it Mm. does take quite a long time Mm. how long did it take you to write your book I would say because it was never meant to be a book at the beginning, it was just right. me writing. Right. So say, okay, I finished this whole massive mm. um, journal of poems. The poems were written, okay, but no reflections were done. Right. Nothing about me was done. And I remember I started typing on a computer and I had 300 words. And this was back in October last oh, year. 2019. 2019. I just transcribed... 300 words of my poems. I was just looking at right. them, copying them, and writing. So, them would down. you say that you started off writing poems first before you even sort yeah. of yeah. imagine writing a book right. about your, yeah. your life? Is this book about your life, or is it just more about? It is about my life. It's about your life, it's what your I journey. Went how right. I went into the darkness. Right. How I stayed in the darkness, and how I used moments of my own thoughts and mm. my own faith and prayer and meditation and dance to come out. So at what point did you feel like you needed to, you know, make a move from it being a poem to now turning into your story about your life? First, it was people saying I should. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, it was I went to do a talk, um, a women's only talk. Uh, It was to inspire women. And in that particular day, I read a a poem. And a lot of my poems, when I read them, a female will come Mm -hmm. to me, hug me in tears. One or two or three sometimes. 
it's it's amazing how my poems touched them. Yes. So I remember this particular moment, my publisher came to me in tears and I didn't know she was a publisher. Mm-hmm. At this moment, I thought, I'm just going to self-publish, but I wasn't fully committed to it. Mm-hmm. And she came to me, gave me a big hug and said, you know, Nels, I really felt your poem, shared a little bit of her story. She said, I never open up like I am opening mm-hmm. up to you. We built a connection. Right. I took her card, she took my card. Fantastic. I looked at her card, I was like, wow, she's a publisher. And I said, the connection was born. The connection was there. And she said, before you even mm-hmm. commit to the program, come to my workshop called Write It. Right. And in that, that's when I had 300 words. And in that workshop, it's amazing, and I, I urge every author to do it, whether they want to self-publish or whether they want to work with Fantastic, because I was going to ask you a question about who else yeah. the publishing, yeah. because people would like to know yeah, that kind so of information. Peter's yeah. Publications, so Good. we built that connection. Mm-hmm. I went to the Write It workshop. I had 300 words. It was together with loads of authors. Some had written books, mm. some were, were about to read but The youngest writer there was 15 years old. Wow, that's and amazing. And he's got his own book already. So it was a collective mix of people yeah. who were starting yeah. from the starting point yeah. and those who already had a story. Right. Or... And especially this 15-year-old boy called Samuel. He's written a book with called um, No Dad Big Deal. Fantastic. I love and the title. Exactly. That's brilliant. So he connects. And a lot of the authors that I found were all authors telling their own true stories. So we inspired each other. One pledge that she made us do, that Winston, her name was, made us do was, I am an author, mm. an author am I. And it got you into that mode that of, mode of I'm no longer just author. writing things, yes. I'm an author. Mm. So when I left there, she said, most first books are yes. about 10,000 words. Right. Um, by the time I finished mine, which was probably about two months ago, excluding all the editing and everything yeah. I ended up with 25,000 words 207 Fantastic. pages and that she was like a big massive percentage. so every time she calls me she's yeah. like book slayer and <laughs> I was speaking to the book slayer because she's like from 300 to 29 that is quite a lot and how, that was adding my reflections in yeah how did you become an author right because do you feel becoming an author is something that was already embedded in you it's already yeah. in you or did you feel like you had to sort of work hard to really bring out those skills it's really funny yeah. when I put the questions I kind of pre- pre-planned myself before today right. I was like I always said I wanted to write a book mm-hmm. and I remember when I was a PA working in the office I started writing a book mm-hmm. but it was a book about relationships right but okay. it didn't feel like it was coming natural mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it was something I was excited to pick up. To pick up. It was going to be focusing on my friends and all their different relationships. Mm. But I found that when I was writing, I was writing it really about just me. Right. And then it stopped. I never picked it up again. Okay. But I'm quite expressive with my words. Mm. So when I started to do poetry, it became very natural to me. And from the moment I sat down and I said, okay, is it just going to be a poetry book or is it going to be more? I remember sitting at my desk and the words were just flowing and it became a self-help book which meant I was sharing Mm. I am sharing what I've done to myself and how I help my clients come out of wherever they are whether it's body perfection anxiety a problem in their life family lack of money problem in their business whatever it is I still use my five-step methods to get them because once you you focus and heal one area of your life yeah. and most of the time and 100% is your emotions absolutely everything is your emotions once Brilliant. you begin to mm. 
really dig into your emotions, you start to figure out why am I not making enough money? Why am I allowing certain people to take advantage of me? Why am I still in a, a small house and not, not doing what I really want to do? It literally opens the door mm. like a ripple effect. Everything else starts to work. Right. But our emotions are the one thing that I thought didn't matter. Mm. So when I was severely depressed, I shut them down. But when I started to self-express, they were coming. Right. And sometimes they come so thick and fast, mm. you're like, whoa, it's too much. This is such a powerful revelation. Yeah. I just want to know, you know, with your book, what do you want people to actually gain from this book? What transformation do you want to take place um, from reading your book? What is your book solving any problem? Yes. Um, is it transforming people's life in any yes. way possible? Yes. So the first thing that I want, and even though I've made this book for women, right? anyone else can read that book. Yes, it does talk about being a woman. It does talk about femininity. But it can help anyone. And what I wanted from this book was, yes. I don't want it to just be about me. I want you to know, whoever's reading a book, mm. it's okay to break down. Every single one of us is going to break down at some point in our lives. We're so scared of failing. We're so scared of breaking down. It's lessons. Show that part of our life. It's lessons. I've learned Mm. that when you read this book and you go through the problems, and that's why I thought if I do it in a poetry form, it's much easier to to read because you want to get to the end. It's not a novel. Mm that you're going to have to read every chapter right. and put it down. Because I like reading books, but if I read a, a chapter and I'm tired, I'm mm-hmm. going to fall asleep. But if I'm reading a poem, I really want to get to the end. To the end of it. Is. And my poems tell you the reality of what it is to break down mm. and that nothing is a smooth road. And even though one poem might make you feel really great, yes. the next one might make you bring you back down to the, to the emotion because the, the idea of this book is feel your emotions right. read it and cry because even my mom said i know when i read your poem i'm gonna cry i want her to cry i want every reader to cry because in that moment of allowing your tears to flow yes you're healing absolutely and then I once you that. allow mm. your tears to heal you read the reflection which is this is what i was facing mm. this is what i wasn't accepting this is what i was doing and i was being my own worst enemy mm. and that i couldn't blame anyone else but myself or where I was. And then in every stage of the book, and it's a journey of different areas that you have to go through, right. it gives you exercises that you Brilliant. can do. Very simple, mm. that you do it as yourself at home. So I you, love that. you're already transforming yourself. Absolutely. So the idea step is- Step by step, follow the exercises. And... Should you not want mm. to work with a coach, should you not feel that you want to work with someone else, some you can start. You can already it will give you transformation in one way or another that's powerful so Indeed. i love that yeah it mainly does it for me every time i'm feeling a certain way so it's my bible now you know what you're such an inspiration and i just love what you do and i'm so excited about this book and i just want to know how did you come up with this title wow. it's a real powerful title that's the thing i yeah. struggle with the most because mm. at first i was going to call it uh, from depression to self-expression. Right. But then I thought, it sounds really good, but it's not connecting. Everything, I said to myself, in 2020, mm. everything that I do has to have a meaning and intention. Absolutely. And this is quite sad, but it's also the reason why the book has a title. I've been friends with someone, a friend of mine, for years. We used to go to soca raves together, and her mum used to rave with us. So it was a mum and two daughters. Mm. We always used to go out together. Her name's Maureen. And a few years back, I found out that she had cancer. She had my myelin mm-hmm. cancer. 
cancer of the bones. Yes. And I kept meaning to go and see her. And me and my friend Debbie kept on, kept on talking and she kept me updated with mum's um, situation. And one day I was like, I have to go and see her in hospital. So after almost like probably 14 years of not seeing her, I went to see her in hospital. And she was there and she was saying to her daughter how much she loves her. We were talking like it was old times. And yes. as soon as I walked through the door, she went to the nurse, that's my daughter. That's my other daughter. And I was like, I, I held her hand and we were talking. I didn't want to leave the hospital. As soon as I left, I said to Debbie, make sure you tell me when you're next coming back because I'm going to come back and make sure I continue seeing mum. Yeah. So when I left, I sat on a train and I got quite sad. And again, a poem was coming out. Mm. So I wrote a poem and I called it Soul of a Woman. Fantastic. Wow. And, I said to and myself, how many sort of years ago was this? What, that name the book? Yeah. Um, it was... October, in October. She no, oh. sorry, I'm not talking about. Mm. I went to see her in early December, right. I think it was. Was that last year? Shh. Last year she passed away on the 10th of the 12th, if I'm correct. It's amazing how the birth of that book yeah. was already yeah. established. So, I think it was around November I went to see mm. her. Towards the end of last year, she passed away in December, if I'm correct. I can't think of the dates. It's all in a book. Mm. When I wrote the, the poem, it was basically her telling me how she feels and reading it to her family when she one day goes when she passes away so the messages weren't coming from me it came from her and there were speeches in there from her that I wrote that when I read at the church at a funeral people were like oh my god that's really Maury so I said to Debbie I wrote a poem for mum make sure you tell me when you're going to come because I'm going to go back and read the poem to her to get her authorization that she doesn't mind me reading it when she passes that day never came because I waited for Debbie and Debbie was sighing. I was like, when are you going to see mum? She wasn't letting me know. By the time she got back to me, mum had passed. So I said, I've written a book and I've dedicated it to mum. So that's I've so dedicated it to both my mums, my natural mum and her as well. So that's, that's how truly it, amazing. So that's how the, yeah. the birth of that story started and the title, which yeah. is really, really amazing. So and now really it has that. a meaning and intention and, Absolutely. you know, soul of a woman. She mm. was a very soulful person. person. She was a life of a party we mm. go to a soca gym and you would think she's the mum like literally oh. it was her soul that continues to live on so mm. that book has meaning to her and every woman's soul really fantastic um yeah. so who are some of your favorite authors that you feel were influential to your work you know what i read and i haven't read and written books in a long time so i couldn't say who has actually influenced me mm. however I'm very connected to Oprah Winfrey okay. and I've also started to explore Maya Angelou's poems Right. and her poems are similar a, to her mine. Her poems are just phenomenal. They're I so similar it. to mine. I'm like, oh my God. And very, very also, great. when I did my vision board last year mm. and I was looking for poetry, I found Phyllis, Whitt- Phyllis Whittle, right, okay. who was the first African-American woman to write a poem mm. back in the slavery days. I can't remember the year, but it was years ago mm. it's on my book as well and I started to also listen to her poetry. to her poetry so she was the first black woman back in the days of racism yes. to actually be able to express herself express herself and, and share, and the prom- and share her poems yeah. so I was like oh my god there are and 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 the quote that I put on my vision board was Phyllis Witter the woman who wrote her way through who wrote her way through freedom or poetry wrote her way through freedom something like that right the poet who wrote her way to freedom, freedom. and that was me mm. i literally with my poetry i wrote myself to freedom so i was like there was always already someone like me who did mm. what i did so 
those two people inspire me. I just love the way you connect everything together. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing how you're very, very confident mm. to express your journey, which is really a powerful mm. tool to have because you have a lot of women who have the skills, but mm. they really, really lack the confidence to kind of step out. And I know there's been a journey for you as well. Yeah. And I really can't wait um, yeah. until you know we hear more about that on Many Saturday. Tears. Absolutely, <laughs> indeed. Um, did you get any writer's block? Because I know sometimes as a writer, I just, I, you know, you've already mentioned that you had like sort of 300 words and then onto you sort of attended this wonderful workshop, you were able to kind mm. of add another extra words to it. I mean, um, did you sort of experience writer's block at some point? I didn't have any writer's block because I had my publisher who was very, very much a guide. And the reason why I didn't have writer's block is because all the poems were already written. Yes. And every time I sat down, I was reliving my life and I was writing down my reflections on what I went through. Mm. And because I also coach women, I was also using, using. my methodologies that I use. Okay. And because the things that I did to help me mm. are very much things that I do on a daily basis anyway, like self-care, self-love. Yes. So it really flowed, but I didn't have writer's block, mm. but I had resistance to reading my book. Right. I had resistance to letting it go. I was supposed to have let it go before Christmas. Okay. I would tell everybody on social media my launch book is going to come out soon. And <laughs> Anticipating. So I had loads of people go, when's it actually going to come? Yeah, because I wasn't sure. You changed the dates about <sighs> twice. Because my publisher said to me, Nelza, don't book a launch until the book is physically yes. in your hand. And look yes. what I've got and done. The book is not in my hand yet. Exactly. You're Only still booking one a book. launch. Yeah. She still had a go at I me last week. the power of uh, manifestation. Yeah, mm. because I work with dates. Once a date has to be set, I have to you do have it. You have to but do it. The reason why it didn't mm. happen before is... Everything has happens for a reason. Yes. I didn't have the title. Twenty second, which mm. is the twenty second of February, is the number of angels. It's the number of peace and harmony, mm. stepping into your own truth, into your authentic self. Yeah. So the twenty second of February was the day mm. I had to do it, regardless of whether the book <laughs> or was ready or not. Right. My publisher had a go at me so many times. So I had a lot of resistance, even mm. up until last night when I had to do a few changes. She right. sent me the changes to do at 10 o'clock in the morning. Remember, I was talking to you. You did tell me, yes. I only went into doing a book at four o'clock and I finished at nine. Wow. There's so much, I don't understand that there's so much resistance Mm. because every time I read the poems, I cry. And sometimes I don't want to cry. Sometimes Mm. it's like, oh, kind of tears just dry. Could it be the emotions that you sort of face and go through while you're reading the poem? It is. It's, it's causing that kind of resistance to. It is, and it's also to, yeah. that the tears of joy, mm-hmm. the tears of victory, the yes. tears of like I oh finally my did God, it. I can't it. believe it. I'm an author. I or did even it, when my, I know, think of the moment of reading my poems next week, I'm mm. like, oh God, I'm gonna cry, and I'm like, yeah. I get that emotion of because I I have a lot of visions of the future, like moments of the future. Mm. Like there's something I explain in the book that I talk about how before I had my thoughts of suicide, I already thought about my funeral and wow. how I would make people feel. Mm. So be- because of that, that stopped me from doing what some people, unfortunately, mm. feel is the only, way, the only way, you know, what we heard recently yes. um, with um, the TV presenter. Mm. It's, for me, it's like, because I'm such a, a feely person and mm. I don't want to want to leave people hurting i think about how that person is going to feel mm. before i take an action right 
So again, I'm putting someone else first before me. Before yourself. Mm. Those people that sometimes commit suicide at that particular moment, they're really just thinking about themselves. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with thinking about yourself. However, it's in those moments that we think we're so alone that we think there's no way out. So when I, going back to what you said, for me, it's like I think about the future and I cry. I'm thinking of like, you're asking the question and I'm thinking I'm answering this question as yeah. in, who inspired me to write the book and I've got I feel tears coming down my eyes it's so quite emotional it's to like be quite honest such an emotion you know birthing something writing this going book through that journey. has been an emotional roller coaster. I could tell I and could I could say. definitely feel it as well and you're going to make so much impact and yeah. you know what this book is going to change and transform mm. so many women's lives mm. um, those who are at the starting point stages mm. of their life who are yeah. looking for a direction mm. to kind of work on themselves yeah. you know You've got fantastic exercises mm. that would help them to get from A to B yeah. to really work on their emotions. Yeah. And, you know, we can't really wait to celebrate you and mm. your greatness. We are so proud of you, Nelza. You've done an amazing job. Days to go. Absolutely. Um, I know that this event is taking place on Saturday, the 22nd of February, mm-hmm. and um, it's going to be an amazing event. You're kicking it off with um, the I Love Myself First. Retreat, which is your yes. annual retreat which is amazing i was there yep. last year mm-hmm. and you're really kicking it off which is the second segment which is all about the book mm-hmm. um the power of yes. a woman's love well that's yeah. my own title yeah soul of a woman a journey <laughs> our own journey of self-love absolutely it, it really is a journey yeah it really is a journey and it's a beautiful one it is it yeah. is a really really great journey and i'm really part i'm really happy to be part of it and mm. so many of us as well and just to finally say um what advice would you give to any upcoming authors who want to write and they just don't know where to start what would you say to them I would definitely say to do the writer's workshop. Um, I'm not just here to promote my my, my author, my yes, publisher, publisher, should I say. However, it's what helped me, and mm-hmm. I always share what's helped me. What helped me was doing a writer's workshop because it made me see how to put a format of a book, mm-hmm. how to have the right title, how to have the right introduction, what goes where, and what I need to do, what I need to research, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it put the pieces up to the puzzle that I alone may not have been able to figure out myself. Mm. You can do, you can self-publish. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. And, you know, the way I try to take over my publisher quite a few times, I could probably <laughs> publish my own book now. But the support of having mm. a publisher really helps. And doing a writer workshop, and I know she's got another one coming up, and she'll talk about it at the event. I think it's on the 29th of February. Okay. She's got one coming up. And I would just urge people mm. to do that writer's workshop. Yes, because it helps at the beginning. You're surrounded by other authors as well. Exactly. So you can feed off ideas of each other. Now we have a group that we talk to. We support each other. Most of them are going to be at the Mm. launch event. Brilliant. You know, so... And then once you launch a book, it's never ending because once you've got a publisher, she'll then tell you when she's going to be promoting her books. And we all go along together as writers. and we sell our that unit. That unit. You're not alone. Once you've launched a book, once you get published, you get a support. Once you finish, Mm. it's not ended. Because... Hopefully this week I'm going to have an interview with Edinesta to again talk about my mm. book. And she told me about press releases and yes. who to send it to. I've got the Voice newspaper coming this Fantastic. Saturday as well. Brilliant. Be due to sending in my, my press release. Mm. So it's just having that guidance because, mm. as I said, and I say it in this book so many times, no one can do anything alone. Absolutely. 
together we can do so much more. It, it, absolutely. So, I always say individually we are powerful, we are but powerful. together oh my God, we are yeah. a force. Yeah, we definitely. are a force. And when women get together, yeah, it's, great it's, things happen. It indeed. can clash, but there's also so much power in it absolutely, too. Absolutely, you're so right. As long as you can get to know each other's characters indeed. and how we work, mm. there's always so much magic coming out. And there's been so much magic coming out of both me and my publishers. Just Fantastic. Really Just one last message. Um, just tell us about what is next for Nelza. Right, what's next for Nelza? I've started a second book. Oh wow, already? Yeah. But before I start a second <laughs> book, I've already started doing a journal. Okay. I'm doing my own journal. Mm -hmm. I actually wanted a book to go along with the journal because I advise people to write in their journal. Right. But my publisher was like, well, take one step at a time. At a time, yes. So now the book is done. Mm -hmm. Very quickly, I'll have a journal Good. coming up. And then I'll have a second kind of segment to mm -hmm. the book because as I said, we're growing and I'm mm, still growing. Yeah. And as I grow and I learn things that make life so much simpler, mm. I just want to share them. Yes. And I'm. what's also next is public speaking. Mm. I'm going to be doing a lot more public speaking because Brilliant. I want to be able to heal mm. more than just one person. person. As much as I do co coaching on a one-to-one, -one, I want to impact more. Mm. So it's going to be, you're going to hear a lot more from me, whether it's from books, public speaking, mm. and social media and Nelza, stuff, I am so. so proud of you. Thank you. You are a phenomenal woman. Thank you. Phenomenal Thank woman you. you are. I'm so happy to celebrate you on Saturday you. as well as other wonderful ladies mm -hmm. celebrating the birth of another mm -hmm. journey of your life which is yeah. you becoming an author. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in onto the podcast. Um, I'm so happy to have an amazing guest with me today and I hope to join I hope you join me again on the next episode. Thank you so much. Stay blessed.